yeah, yeah, what up, what up? It's Dave Noodles. We are on the Type 88 show. Today I got a special guest with me. This guy, he is always cooking. He may even be cooking right now. <laughs> He's always working on jams, and this guy is all about the community. This guy has blown a lot of minds with his lyrics, and he's true to his craft. So I want to welcome my dude to the show, Drew Guns. What up, man? What's good, Noodles? What's going on, bro? Hey, man, I'm definitely thankful to be here. Thank you for the very dope introduction. Yeah, yeah, me feeling like a legend, real quick. <laughs> of course, man. It's all about it's all about giving the flowers while they're here. Most definitely, and I appreciate that because that's very rare right now. Yeah, bro. So, you, just for anyone who doesn't know, man, you've been you've been rhyming for quite a while. Oh, Lord! Um, <laughs> when when did start. you when did you even like find hip hop, or when did it oh, find you? Hip hop has been around since I was in the crib, man. Honestly, there's a video somewhere of me singing OPP. Definitely about three, four years old, word for word, line for line. Oh, wow. So it didn't really, I didn't find it. It was literally in my face day to day. Day to day. So uh, how did I grow into it and through it? Oh, Lord, that had to be definitely all the older cousins, brothers, because I do have a lot of siblings, but most of my siblings have multi-talented uh lifestyles they write poetry they write music they sing they they spit themselves they produce so you know what i mean like it's it's it, it, it found me that's dope bro so was your was your starter kit as a kid did you were you burning CDs and then writing on them with the <laughs> with the marker? Like, when did people oh, know? Damn. When did people know you had music? Like, where, uh, like well, how did that close, even? Close and immediate family, definitely. I was walking around my crib rapping since about age five or six. I could always, some innate reason, I could always put together lines. I didn't know how to write them, like write my my rhymes when I first started, but off the top of my head. I could always go off. And uh, my family knew I was talented with it. As far as the, the outside world, a funny story. Uh, went to Curtis High School with a few of my cousins, and they knew that, that I could rhyme. And there used to be ciphers in Curtis by Snapple machines towards the auditorium. And one day my cousin was walking by, you know, he was a year or two older than me. He was Mr. Popular foot, football team dude. And I'm walking by and he saw the dudes rhyming and he shoved me as he was walking by. And I like went into the middle. So the cypher kind of stopped and they was all looking at me. And I just started going and everybody was like, what the? And I was like, yeah, that was it. From there, dude knew I could rhyme. I didn't really start putting out music yet though. They just knew I had bars. I probably started putting out music 04, 05. Me and uh, Intel way back in the day. Whew. Way back in the right day. That's, that's... Way, way back. I'm talking, 
if, if if that man has them tapes anywhere, I might have to hit man him so he never dropped them. Cause uh, who? Nah, we good. That was <laughs> that was me and my immature phase where 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 I thought I was that dude. It's all so good. About all all the BS. You gotta you gotta think it to them be it right so. Yes. You know, here, here you are. You it's, it's crazy, bro. Right, just saying, two thousand three. That was a long time ago. Like that's crazy. right. Like two thousand three, two thousand four. Soon to be twenty years ago. Time that means is... I've been doing this on a professional level. Lord, yeah, twenty. Even before I put out tapes. I had homies, you know, and older heads around my area that would literally give me money out of their pocket to freestyle. And they say, when you get paid for it, it's not a hobby, right? So, yeah, almost, yeah, 20 years. Damn. Before I ever got a check from it, I got paid off by by the older heads. That's, I always tell anyone, bro, I'm like, if if you love something, be willing to do it for free for 10 years. And, exactly. if, you, and if you don't love it, you're not going to keep doing it. And don't worry about the bread and all that stuff. You know, of course, you know, we're, we're old, we, we, we're older, we got to support our families, but for real, for real, if you love something, you should be just willing to do it just because you love it the the you know the money and all that like and as you saw as you saw bro you loved it and the money just kind of fell in your fell in your hand it wasn't you starting oh let me do this because i'm gonna get this nah it was literally straight off the love like this is it for me honestly that's what it's all about man i i feel like Whenever I try to do anything, bro, I, I I try to always like capture the essence. Like I try to remember, like where where did this come from? What what is the root of this? You know what what's the story? What's the what's the seed that that grew into this right now? And um, that's that's dope. Just hearing about when you were younger, bro. Bro, I was all about the Snapple machines, bro. I remember. IS-51, they were 90 cents. They came in the can. <laughs> I used to get a, you know, you, I just remember that dime falling because you would put the dollar in and then the dime would fall and then you get the, I'd get my peach Snapple and that's where my love of peach Snapple started. Ah, um, wow. Well, okay. You, you, you was a peach Snapple dude, copy. See, that's see I was more, um, I was more Mango Madness. Okay. And Curtis. Then, after Curtis, like towards senior year, I definitely became a uh, definitely a Snapple Apple. Uh, mm. I was definitely a, a, a Snapple Apple dude. Like that, that was it. There was no more <laughs> any other flavors. Pretty much, it was just like, no, nah, this is this is exactly what I need. And everybody used to make fun of me, like, bro the same thing every day she'd be like you don't get it if you got it you wouldn't you wouldn't pick fun if you got it that's how i was with peach once i had peach i was like i didn't even explore you know i was <laughs> I've, <laughs> no, I've, that's I've really... my share of lemon 
don't get me wrong or that's uh, i've had raspberry and the the, the lemonade mix um but the raspberry lemonade the the, the half and half oh man the half and half <laughs> that was that was the moment see that's when i was also in, in my drinking phase man and when i was in my drinking phase snapples would mix with whatever i Really? Or whatever I had on me would would mix with Snapple. So trust me, I I, I think I've tried every Snapple so, in existence. So that's weird, bro. Because I've stopped drinking stuff because I drank it with liquor growing up. Like I remember I had a ninety nine bananas and then that banana Snapple, bro. Oh bro, I was just yo. about to say that that I never that, had that Snapple again. I never had that again. That banana snapple and the uh the uh pinnacle whipped cream never in my life <laughs> ever ever in my life will I drink that again. Bro, I that was the worst mistake I've ever made. I I'm not, I'm not a drinker, bro. This is me when I was like 16. Yeah. And I, I had Bro, I re- I don't remember the day, but I remember what people told me, and mm-hmm. it was quite a day, bro. It was quite, and my mom, oh man, shout out to her because M- she mom probably brought me back to that. life because she told me I was literally a mess. I was a mess, and I never had that Snapple again, and I'm so happy I didn't mix that liquor with the peach because I feel like that may have ruined my peach, uh, my love for the peach. Trust me, I, I definitely, I definitely was was that person to be like, ah. It's funny too, because I wasn't necessarily heavy drinker, but I, but also I don't get drunk. Like I have a real high tolerance. So it's like, I would OD. Now I look back and I'm like, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't safe. It wasn't <laughs> safe at all. Why'd y'all let me do this? Oh man, yeah, high school, college, uh, yeah, those are those are definitely the days. Those are yeah, that was that was definitely the moments where you like you you know what I was I was wilding I was wilding. It was an experimental age, let's just say. Um, I knew I was bugging. So he, here we are, man. You, you know the rhymes have been have been with you since as young as you can remember probably at the point you can't even remember but oh me what my 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 first oh god uh lord i i used to remember it word for word but i do remember that one of the lines from it was definitely I got so many bullets, I'm proof. And I thought I was that dude. Mm. I thought I was literally that dude. Everybody was like, bro, what? And I was like, nah, you don't get it. Cause like, <laughs> that line is crazy. And from there, I just tried to improve on that one line for a good th- three months. I got nicer with filling everything in cause I learned how to write the bars instead of just freestyle them. Mm. And then uh, from there, I was like, all right, I, I was able to do this, this, this uh, freestyling stuff. That was cool. 
right, now I got to try to start writing songs. And that's yeah, how, did that, how was that transition? Different, honestly, because I could always, thankfully, I always understood drum patterns, rhythms, beats, uh, but I didn't understand flows and cadences yet. So if I ever find that one day in the future, I'm going to find my first 10 or 15 recordings and I'm going to put them out. <laughs> and uh, I know I'm literally going to be in a real different zone. But it's like, oh, well, y'all get to see transition. Yeah. That's sick, man. That's, that's just growth, right? That's just the way things are. When you just stay with something. Most definitely. But you know, now I can, now I'm at the point after the growth and the ugly phases, because I even had the ugly phases, you know, helping other people learn how to get they, they, they bars and their rhythms and their cadences and all of it right. I feel you. It's so, yeah, that, that, now I'm at the point where I'm like the big homie and I mentor and teach and show people, you know, partially by way of projectivity and you at stereotype always reaching out and unwittingly letting me uh, showcase while also showing younger MCs, you know, the ropes. So good looking to you for that. Yeah, man. We, we got to stay cooking over here. That's a fact. That's a snapple. <laughs> it's a heavy snapple. Very heavy it's, snapple. That's what life's all about, man. It's just... Creation and elevation. Keeping, like, hoarding information and hoarding things that can help others is is such a fail, I feel. You know, like, if you have the ability to help someone and you hoard that and you're like, Oh no, I'm good. I'm going to keep it. What do you like? That's that's not the thing to hoard. No, never. But at the same time, you know how ahead of the curve you have to be to realize that, you know, how many people have the answer or the plug-in or, or the, the drive to that avenue and don't look out. Of course, of course. Which is one thing I've always highly respected you for. I've never seen you ever have something where somebody could get a level up or a better footing or, you know, uh, showcase their, their talent and not be like, hey, so I just learned this or I just I just got plugged in to this. You, you, you've always passed the knowledge along. And I feel like for, for a while, you weren't, you know, it was, it was thankless. Yeah, man, that, that's, to me, you know, after I've been doing what I do for so long, I'm grateful that I have some stories to share and. Real shit. Trust me. It's... It, it all falls really under the, the, you know, I always say when you have, when you find your secret sauce, don't, don't change the recipe. You know, just just put it on different pasta. Ah, let me like, find out. Dave, Dave brought the boards <laughs> back for him for a minute. Time out. Time out. When, when you find the secret, 
sauce. Don't don't change the recipe. Just put it on a different pasta. That's fire. That's what I say, bro. Like, like for me, I kind of, my sauce was dreams, right? And then I basically just found out. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just put it on different pasta, which is helping people with their dream or just telling people the dream. You know, like because I may I may not know how to be a, a banker or uh, or a nurse, but I I'm confident that if I could sit with someone for ten minutes and they ask me about following a dream i think they're going to be more enthused and more, more enthused. on the road most definitely because you've you know? helped me you've you've helped me oh wow in That's moments cool. where you may not have known i was in a dark place and wow. we chatted it up or we were discussing a business idea or we were building on some unreleased music, which is probably somewhere out there in, in the cosmos. One day, one day the world is going to hear the Noodles and Drew Guns collab. But in those moments, you've definitely had me re retract myself and get myself back on track. That's what it's all about, man. That's And I'm, I'm grateful I figured out that sauce and I always try to find new pasta. Uh, you know, that's the thing. It's And um. I'm not gonna lie. I'm never gonna stop, you know, because there's always gonna be someone to push to share, and I'm gonna always have a dream, and I'm always gonna want to tell someone about their dream. And I always say, yo, your dream may change. Oh, facts. But just don't, just don't stop dreaming. You know. No, yeah. My dream at 15. Was not my dream at 25. And it I, shouldn't be. I agree. Because it, if you still think like you're 15 when, when, when you're 30, then you have no growth, spiritual or otherwise. Give me one second, babe. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, man. Which, yeah, is, is the new mode now where it's like, yes, I'm heavy on the music just released a project working on part two to that project slowly but surely that'll that'll be out most likely yeah. I, I, I give it around the same time as the last one probably the end of october so okay. yeah let's get into it i you know ah. fresh off the release the good old venting session yes venting session i feel the venting session that was six years of pent-up frustration that brought a, a lot of people out of their own funk, which is which wasn't really even my goal at first. My goal was more so really to follow suit with the name of the project and vent and get it out. But the feedback I've gotten from it is like, yo, thank you. Yo, you don't realize I listen to this every morning or I had somebody hit me that was like, yo, I was really considering quitting everything and just wasting away and I listened to the project and I was like oh man I could I could wow. still I could still pursue things because a, a large part of what inspired that project was I had that moment where I was like yo rap is a young man's game but hip-hop is ageless that's that's real a, a large part of that project was like I'm too old to still be Rapping, rapping, rapping. 
but they had to sit there and be like, what? How can you say that when the Jay-Z's exist, Nas's exist, the Busta Rhymes, the Eminem's, the Rockham's, the Big Daddy Kane's, the Royce the Five Nines, like these men are in their 40s and 50s, the Black Thoughts, and putting there you go. masterpieces together. I agree. So, so I needed to uh I needed to to face myself, which is a large portion of the project for, for those because a lot of people have, have asked me what's the basis. It's framed as an actual therapy session, which is why when people listen to it, they hear the talented voiceover work of my amazing partner. Shout out to the partners. Shout out to Miss jo- Josie B, a- AKA Pure Energy. Uh, she she definitely brought life into a, she brought a vision of mine to life without even realizing that she did that. There's a lot of people that, that had asked me like, who is that? And I was like, I'll let you figure it out. And I started letting people know little by little because I felt like sometimes people might want that to be private or, you know, she, she might not have been comfortable with it, with, with people knowing. Or there was a moment where, where I was like, nah, I want to make people wonder, like, did, did he do that? Was, was, was that a voiceover artist? Because a lot of people are like, yo, how much money did you pay for this voiceover artist? And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> For, 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 for a few people, I hit them with more than you can afford, but most people, I was like, nah, you just got to have talent in your corner. Talent has to be a part of your team. That's so, that's amazing, man. That's, that's a blessing, you know, really to be able to bounce off stuff with your partner and that, you know, it, it it's, I'm it's, it's a true gift. Yes, and and I'm lucky enough to, to have a partner that's honest, like too honest sometimes to, to where it's like, ah, ow, that hurt. But then later you, you sit on what they told you and be like, no, no, that gave me, that gave me a leg up because if I didn't focus on that or you didn't bring that up, I wouldn't have been able to turn that weakness into a positive, so. That's so real. It's, it's 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 real real like especially after really listening to the project because during making it there were moments where i was like i don't want to do this anymore i won't do it anymore of course when you're when you're digging deep you there's parts that you have to face that that you that have to you. yeah and stuff Ooh. we push away it's like okay i don't want to talk about this i don't want to bring Ooh, this there up. was a few moments on there where I was real honest, honest with, with just myself in certain lines and in certain bars, in, in certain verses. And I'm like, damn, shut up. <laughs> it's those moments where you find yourself arguing with yourself. But definitely was something that, that was needed. I'm thankful that people tuned in. I'm thankful that people are still tuning in there's still people that, that are like, yo, like, I still want you to break it down to me. And I'm like, it's, let me, since we here and I can fully break it down, it's a therapy session, but it's not. It's me in a mirror in a dark room, arguing with myself disguised Mm -hmm. as a therapy session. 25th hour. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yes. Yes. I have one of the most, one of my favorite movies as a kid. (sighs) And, uh, Such a deep film. 
like way way deeper than you realize when you watch it as an adult and you like Real I didn't talk. need to be talked to like that. Yeah. So I I feel you. That that's that's great, man. That's great that you know you got you got to a point in your life where you know you're you're at peace with you know you have someone you could bounce things with who could partner with you in more ways than one for real and then creatively you're able to address things maybe you don't like about yourself or things that you're growing from or things that you grew up with and you're like you know we all deal with stuff and we're like oh man but it's cool to look back and be like look where i've came look where i am now you know, exactly. I, I remember I was that kid. I didn't talk to that hot girl, but look now I got I got her. You know what I yeah. mean? Or oh, I didn't want to make that album. Boom. Well, look I, at me I, now. I was honest. And I'm 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 that's who I am. And I think that's great when you could just shine light on who you are. It's one of those moments where like it 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 truly shows you when when I was younger, I heard it's not the, the destination, but the journey. And I used to look at that and be like, that's dumb because what, why else am I going through all of this? And sometimes you really, as you grow, you know, spiritually, mentally, and age-wise, you, you actually realize you answered all the questions that you had getting to the destination through your journey. And now is the point where, where I could look back through the music and be like, yo, I went through this and this and this, but look where I am now. Look who I am now. That's beautiful, man. It's 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 powerful. It's it's hip hop. It's music. I was say I was saying on the last episode that just kind of brings me because we're talking about facing things and talking about ourselves. I was saying the only regret I have is not putting it in a capsule. Like basically like writing about it or putting, making a piece of art that reflected it or journaling. Like that's really the only regret I have in life is not being able to, I can remember a good day or a bad day. I can remember if you could relive it. Right. But, but I think the importance, which I think you did with this album, you faced it head on. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a lot of the time we throw all this shit under our bed, throw all this shit under our bed, throw all this shit. And then we don't. And then when we move, we just bring that shit to a whole other bed and we don't even look at it. We don't address it. We don't put it no. in another box. We don't discard some of the shit. We're just like, oh, until, whatever. Until it's either too late or it overwhelms you. And I felt like instead of it overwhelming me, I need to just get at it head on. And from there, it's like you 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 hold no power anymore. Yeah, man. In life, bro, what I do this it just like when it comes to buying stuff. Whenever I buy something, mm-hmm. I have to give something. Mm. So, like, if I mm. buy if I buy a new jacket, mm-hmm. I got to give one away. I respect that. That that's dope. I get a new I get I get a new pair of kicks. Got to give one away. Um, so, so you never go beyond what you really need in a sense. Yeah. That's very dope. It's, it's kind of, 
it's kind of a combination of lessons I learned from myself and things I've learned from people and pretty much just also simplifying my life, which as mm -hmm. a business person and someone who loves like cool memorabilia stuff, I do have a bunch of stuff, but I also don't have the biggest spaces. I don't have like a mausoleum yet to put everything. So, mm -hmm. so especially with clothes, I've, I've had to create that because it's just like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure you are low low key. You got one of the illest collections of, of clothing out there. Not only <laughs> do you always have something dope of your own when I see you, but you also have just dope pieces that I've seen online where I'm like, yo, if Dave was ever a seller, <laughs> like in a sense of how people hype beast out, yeah, I yeah. Think he, would, he would be off the wall, man. You'd be off the wall. I'm bit. I love stuff, man. I I love and but um and bro. Even today, man, I, I was exhausted before I hit record on this podcast. I was moving a bunch of stuff, my room, and it, it gets emotional. You you see like an old letter. You see an old goal list that you made with your ex or something. You know, you see shit, and you're like, oh yeah, I've right? I've been there. But you there gotta face it. Oh yeah. You know what really helped this album, weirdly? And, and I think you may be the second person I've, I've told this. When I woke up on my 25th birthday, everything was different. I woke up and it was like all the lessons I got from my parents, from my siblings, from ex-partners, from just experiences living all made sense. Mm. And at that point, it was like, shit. I could literally, I, I have power of myself and over myself, so things can't have power over me. That's great. And that's literally one, one of the moments that inspired like three of the songs on this EP slash album. Uh, definitely was one of those moments where there's a few records on there where I, I, I will, will literally admit I was afraid to, to make Some Days being one of them. Because mm. I did singing on it and I was like, I am not a singer. But I was in the studio and my engineer slash producer, G, G-Dub, George Jetson, shout out to I Make Media. Um, he definitely sent a beat over to me and Pretty Boy Lou. I was like, I'm sitting there and the beat is playing and I'm hearing this weird, different, almost like hip hop meets like, like uh, in my head, it was like hip hop meets like Bob Dylan kind of, where it's like, mm. oh, I want to talk about something real and it don't always got to be perfect but the message has to be perfect. And that chorus on there came to me. Mm. I was like, hey, just, just put the beat on, let's go. Damn. And within five minutes, I think the song was finished. That feeling, bro, if you, if you capture and you caught it, you captured it. I, that's, that's it, it also, this project showed me that from now on, going forward with, with, with projects and singles, I want to document everything. 
I had to get a dope camera and just bring it with me when it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go in to, to do a project. Like I'm in the mood to do a couple five song EPs. I'm gonna put them out. Like some of them are gonna be real, real experimental. Some are gonna be, you know, boom bappy. Uh, one might be R&B meets real deep r- rhythm and blues. I, I, I don't know, like real, real deep doo-wop soul meets grunge who knows i'm i think i gotta start documenting everything bro that new biggie documentary you saw his boy bro he he had he had a rinky dink camera bro it's it's all about i think it's all just about capturing it no matter how yeah, it could be moment. bro it could be a handy cam sony 2010 you know it, what I mean? like, it could be your phone everybody forgets we have literal video cameras now in a palm of our hand. Bro, real talk. And if you have uh, Google, I'm, you know, I'm not promoted by these people, but certain things give you unlimited space. Yes. Like if you yes. have uh, Amazon Photo, if you have mm-hmm. Google Drive and you have a Google phone, mm-hmm. you get unlimited space. Yeah. It can't be HD, but so how cool is that? You just pull out the phone, you don't even work. Or, bro, and it's crazy, you can get a a backup phone that's yeah. basically free and then just connect it to wi-fi whenever you're you're set up and you oh. just re- record i think that that's de- definitely going to be put in the arsenal a- as i work through this rebrand because i'm rebranding the instagram page mm. i'm going to start fit- filling it with less personal content and more strictly music-based content um starting to step into other avenues. Like I've had a few offers to do some modeling and it was never something I ever thought of. But a conversation with with my lady was like, nah, do it. And it was like, you said that so confidently. I'm like, it, it, it took me out of myself for a second. But she had a really good point. And I think I'm definitely, that'll be on the page soon. Um, I, I want it to extend past music. Our life, there's so many. Uh, I know Meek said Meek Millie says there's levels to this, but I say there's love, there's layers to this shit. Yeah, oh, most definitely. You know, especially levels sound cool, but you can't have a level without getting through the layers. <laughs> of... I'm, I'm a designer at heart, and um, you know, by profession, of course. So it's all about the layers. There's times I, I literally. That. There's a time I literally cut designs like, it's it looks like one layer, but it's cut so many. It's cut several times. Like you're sampling. I may sample. I may curve one part, but then I can't do a second effect. So I gotta export it. Then I import it again. Then I export the new layer. You know. So there's layers to this, man. And um. No. No. And I, I, I'm all for the ownership, so go for it. I'm a shout out to Lou. Shout out to Pretty Boy Lou, man. I, I TSA, it's that season again. Where can people uh, support? Oh Lord, the project. Uh, the project and the three to four others from the first it's that season to the grain to Lone Wolf to the venting session are available on all platforms. Apple Music. Title, Google Play, Spotify, Deezer, uh, et cetera, et cetera. 
I'm even thinking of putting some of it on SoundCloud. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of it. I haven't been on that platform and in that world for a minute because that is its own universe, respectfully. Yeah, I'm looking at the discography here. Make sure to go. The latest album is The Venting Session. Yep, The Venting Session. And then we got It's That Season Again because I don't give Cause up. I don't gi- and because I don't give, yeah, because I don't give an F. Yo, make sure to get that discography from my dude right here. Um, much appreciated, Noodles. Much appreciated. Ah, wow. When you look at it sometimes, it's so funny because I don't even check it out that much. Like, I'm not the artist that Googles himself and all that. But when I do actually look into it, I'm like, wow, I never realized. Like, all this time, I thought I wasn't creating enough. And then you look back and I'm like, well, obviously, I guess I was. I just didn't understand it was at my pace. That's, yeah, man. And I, I, what's cool about all these projects too, it's growth. And this, the new one is really, you know, it's great to see you really just face yourself and it's a serious one, but I think that's what life's all about, bro. Like I, yeah. I mean, listen, the summer's coming. So this summer I'm gonna have a little fun. Have a little fun. I definitely gotta put a call in to you to get me some some dope ass stereotype code pieces because you know I figure if I'm shooting vids I need some fire tees, some some hats. And for the winter I'm gonna need a hoodie or two. You know. Let's do it. I'm I'm down with that. We uh we stay cooking, man. We got tons of new stuff and it's a it's a blessing to yes to look at the site we got we got over i think 500 unique uh products now on there i'm not calling them unique but like it's a different product no but it is and i'm grateful they are unique (laughs) you you happen to be one of the most eclectic creators that I'm glad to say that I know and I consider a friend slash mentor because I've watched you from back in the day when you was rhyming your ass off, <laughs> rapping, rapping, rapping. I'm to, I've explained to you how far we, we go back and how long I've actually followed your career growth in person. Wow. I'm talking back in the muddy cup days. Who? Mm, oh, I'm man. Those back are, in the, wow. Back in the Dock Street days when you had to sneak downstairs. We're not going to talk about that, though. (laughs) (laughs) Good old Doc Street. Uh, To watching you completely 180. And now now you're not only just touching your community, you're touching the communities, damn near of New York and multiple states and parts of the country. I remember when you went on tour and came back, and it was like, what was that like? You were like, that was amazing. Oh, man. People asked you why, and it was like, it wasn't because you were even on tour with famous hip-hop figures or, or musicians. It was more so I got to move outside of myself. I got to learn business firsthand. I got to fail. That was one of the dopest moments that uh-huh. you hit me with was I got to fail. And I was like, huh? And then you explained it like, yeah, there was a few hiccups. It was a few mess ups. But from those mess ups, I learned how to win twice, and I was like, "Yeah, that that's that 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 was it." I started, I started throwing that in oh, my man. mental lexicon. 
Wow, bro. Thank you for sharing that, bro. You brought back some good memories. And those are some really dope moments that stuck with me through the years. Like, uh, it, I was just, when I'm when I'm 80 and my grandkids are like, "Hey, Grandpa," I'm like, "All right, hold on. Let me <laughs> let me let me recall my youth." They're right. Like, wow, you you did some crazy things, and I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of lived. I never looked at it like that. Oh, that's dope. It's kind of fire." Then I'll be like, "But but do y'all got bars? Because if you don't, get out." <laughs> be that grandfather that battles his grandchildren like what you you rap word lock the door what lock the door it's cool we're, we're gonna see a lot of hip-hop grandparents it's it's, cool. it's gonna be um but 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 they're gonna be no so rush, nice no rush, but yeah oh they're gonna be so nice that it's gonna be scary i no, actually man. wonder what music will sound like in 10 years 20 years like i'm looking at it, like imagine It's the, uh, wow the the different landscape in two years even because look at the past four years hip hop doesn't even sound the same. Yeah, in a dope way. it's true. It takes turns, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I look at hip hop as like it's cult, it's culture, right? The same way mm-hmm. food is, and Ooh. you could literally go. You get fast food, quick. It's good in the moment. Then you could go get that home cooking. And it's like, oh wait, wait, oh that that hit on three or four different levels. Yeah, you could get that from the south, from someone in the south who now lives in the north, or you could get that, you know, you could get that that slow cooked, or you could get that vintage cut, you know, where it's just like, uncle uh, uncle Andre made it. You know, it's fire. You know what I'm saying? So it's real. I think that's what's so cool about hip hop. It's like these all alternate little worlds inside the big universe of it. It's 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 a multiverse, just like comic books. Like people yep. don't want to take it there or, or don't want to acknowledge it, but it's a multiverse and it's a dope multiverse because as I've grown within myself as an artist, it's certain people that I listen to that people don't understand how I listen to them. Artists like future. People are like, but he's not saying nothing. I'm like, no, you're not listening properly. But it's okay. You will when it's your time. You'll yep. catch it. And then be like, whoa. Like, you know, dudes are dudes are far more creative now. It, it's it's in a way, hip hop in 2021 resembles the 80s, maybe not in sound, but in the fact that people are comfortable to be themselves again. Yeah, you got dudes that's rapping, 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 rapping like every they don't waste a bar, which is always my my favorite. I'm a I'm a lyricist at heart, and will forever be like I said. I'm gonna be battling my grandchildren, so they better be ready. But let me look in the camera so that they know, because we gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ask you for this tape in 30 years. Like, oh, Dave, you still got that interview? Cause I need that real quick. I got something to show these little. That's real. It is gonna be one of those moments where I gotta uh re-educate. But yeah, no, it's 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 dope in its multiverse fashion. I think it's something that still allows you to create in your own personal universe because you can tune it out. There used to be a time where you couldn't tune out the content, like in the early 
late 90s, early 2000s in the dip set, the G-Unit eras, the Rockefeller eras, like as you were, as I was growing as a lyricist and falling into being an MC, it was hard to learn me while I'm filled with this much content every day. It was damn near a new mixtape, new freestyle, new project, new, 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 new disc record. Like what? I think from 2000 to 2008, New York was, was different. Yeah. It's, I think it's beautiful, bro. Cause I think now, I think now, especially with, we have a lot of time to reflect everybody. Mm-hmm. We we need that home cooking. We need that right. real. We need that 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 vintage cut. You right. know, we we need that message. We need those 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 family dinner Sundays where it's like, yeah, this song made me sit there for an hour after listening to it and just put the pieces together. Because it is cool to have those, you know, turn up records and have the 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 records about ladies and about you know fun and recreation but you also really need those records for the spirit where it's like yo i it's been a minute since i heard the album and i was like damn i needed that that's what i tried to do with with the van session unintentionally but intentionally like i wanted people if if nothing i wanted people to come back and be like yo this was needed so when i got that type of feedback it was like oh okay I'm on to something here. Well, that brings, something. Me, that brings me to my next question. What was that? What was so? We'll talk two albums, right? I won't jump to the the current vibe, but let's start with what was that album that you could just you know you felt the shift in you from the like that album like that like everything stopped and you could remember. Oh, almost every you can remember that day you got the album you can remember damn. life during that time like there's that's a how few I, that's how i remember my life is be, from album yeah yeah facts uh i'm gonna give you one styles p's gangster and a gentleman okay styles p's gangster and a gentleman has so many layers like you said before and it was so well crafted and it showed that he's not just one style of rapper, like at heart, he's a he's a super lyricist. Like the man paints a very vivid picture and he knows how to use his words to such an effective degree that they stick with, like I can literally sit here and spit the album word for word still. Mm-hmm. I remember being 10 years old. Wow. Uh, Going on 11, I lived on Hillside Avenue in, in, in Park Hill, and my brother had the album. I didn't even have the album. This is when PS2 dropped. Mm. They should take it back. PS2 dropped. And between PS2 and GameCube in, in the summer, there was moments where we, we wouldn't even play the game. I was starting to take rap more ser- seriously as far as learning how to freestyle. My, my older brother, Chris, at that time was part of a group out here named Hard Knock Entertainment. You you may remember them because y'all in the same age group. Mm. Uh, he was part of Hard Knock Entertainment and they got on Hot 97. And I remember oh, wow. them, yeah, them getting on Hot 97 
them having a track that played on High 97, them freestyling their uh, flex, Funk Flex talking about it. This is when Flex was on in the daytime. So that's, that's you know, it's back quite some time ago. Flex was on in the daytime and he was talking about it. And he was like, um, I'm on a shout out Staten Island and let me shout out Tarnock uh, Entertainment because they killed that show last night. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that, that's when I started to realize I could actually do this but I had to learn how to do it better mm. than one day I was hanging out with my brothers, Jason and Chris and my brother, Jay, we, we were playing SmackDown random. We're playing SmackDown. And my brother, Jay was like, yo, you want to hear this new album I got? And he played Gangsta and the Gentleman. And it was like, that, that was it. That was it. Gangsta wow. and the Gentleman, Eminem show. Uh, Stillmatic by Nas. Gift and a Curse by Jay-Z. Kiss the Game Goodbye by Jay to Kiss. I remember that. I remember a bunch of these that you mentioned. Yeah, these these, these are moments that was like, this is what I want to do. Um, damn. Uh, jealous One Still Envy. Not, not for nothing. I don't know if people people don't give Fat Joe his, his credit, but go back and listen to Jealous One Still Envy. And that, that album is... That's that's a classic in in my opinion. He did some things on that album. He showed that he could actually spit. I he remember. Oh yeah, but you know, like like I know, because of pun, it took away from his ability yeah. as a lyricist and an MC. But Fat Joe was nice. He's part I, of digging in the crates. Like I had that first one, album, bro. I bought I bought Cartagena. I, that I, was an amazing. He really. Uh, you got to give him his his flowers now. What's he? Twenty, almost thirty years in the game. Yeah. Wow. Fat Joe dropped in like ninety two. I want to oh, yeah. say with FloJo, so definitely 20, 20 years. Yeah, almost thirty years in the game. Next year we'll make it thirty years in the game. And he's had hits in all those decades on some Buster Rhymes shit. Like that's another one. Around that time, I started learning how to appreciate Busta Rhymes. And it wasn't even his albums. It was features on other people's records where it was like, yo. Oh, man. This dude is different. You're bringing me back, bro. bro. Like, Busta was different. Uh, but that's that's just like, once, once I heard the Styles P album and I really sat with that and Eminem show and learned how to put lines together with writing and not just freestyling, then I started going back and I'm listening mm. to Jay-Z's catalog. Because as much as, you know, I was born in Brooklyn, so I should be biased, but I'm a Nas head. So since a little kid, I've been able to rhyme and spit Illmatic word for word because that 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 is what really had me like, I can do this. I might not be that ill, but I can do mm. this. That's real. That's when, I, that's when I started going back and uh, studying. Bro, I had so many memories. I could go on and on, um, but those are moments. Damn, I, I think write a book one day, Dave. You got to write a book. I'm actually starting a thing on. Um, I'm gonna start a like a blog series mm-hmm. where I talk about like capsule in the moment from Ooh. an album and like why that album mattered to me. Nah, that's going to be fire. 
And it's going to be crazy because I'm going to bring up albums like like this one. Like I'm literally, I have it right here. And it, people are going to laugh at me. Hold on, um, wait. Shit. People are going to laugh at me. But this was like, I had this when I was like six. Uh, why, why, why would you laugh though? Like, I don't not, well, like, Chris, like Criss Cross is not looked at as re- like hip hop. But yo, that album when I was six, seven. Good. That was, Chris Cross was was that's fire. At that moment, Chris Cross hey. was fire. That's like I'm not gonna lie. I had uh, Lil Bow Wow's first album. I did that too. Jermaine, Jermaine Dupri knows how to make a good first album for people, bro. Yeah, he he's not a he's he's a genius, and, and he's a genius as a producer. And I agree. He himself doesn't get credit as an MC and a lyricist because people don't realize the songs he wrote for other people. Like, yeah, he's Jermaine Dupri's pen is behind some huge records. His pen, not just his beats, his pen. Life in 1472, bro, and bro, that Emancipation of Mimi album, he is good. He don't not. He does not need to work. Oh, what you you froze on me? Oh, hello. One two one two. Uh, you good? You with Noodles, me? you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. What's good? Oh uh, man, you froze up. Yo, yo, you good? Yeah, yeah, you good? All right. You the emancipation of what? Mimi? Oh uh, yeah, I'm just talking about the writing and the production on that oh, Mariah yeah. album. He's good. He, he's he can retire he, off that. Yeah, he's it's the same as uh Neo. You wrote irreplaceable. You 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 cheated in a way. Like that's 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 cheat code level skill. You <laughs> you good. Then he spun and made his own hit records. Then he came back and wrote more hit records. Like that's yeah, that's a level I'd like to go to. That type of where it's like you don't know I did it, but I know I did it. So let's talk about yeah. I'm not even going to get into my, I want to kind of just know about your album because I could go on and on. This is going to be like a three hour episode if I talk about my favorite <laughs> I'm album. With that. But what's, <laughs> what's your favorite album of 2020? It could even, it could be even an old album that maybe you found in 2020 or the favorite. album that got you through. Favorite album of 2020. Hmm. And if you have an R&B version and a, a hip hop, you could drop two for us. Favorite album of I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't even looking for albums. I was in create mode mm. and going back and looking for the the uh, I, I want to say the uh, rawest version of artists. Like I did a lot of mixtape listening in 2020 mm. because as a as a fan of just the craft and the skill. There's a lot of mixtapes I was bumping. I was bumping uh, Currency. Currency just dropped three or four amazing projects. And if you ask me for the title right now, I cannot give it to you because I'm still going through it. I know he dropped one with Harry Fraud. Okay. It's, in fact, give me one second. I have to pull up these album titles because I have to give that man his his proper respect. 
You're talking currency. Uh, currency is different. On, yeah, yeah. You're on Dapiff. Not even. I'm. I'm. I went straight to Google for this. I went straight to Google and hit his his discography because it's mis it's 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 mixtapes. It's not even. Yeah, album. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Dapiff's key for that. Um, oh yeah, you could get lost, bro. This guy goes hard. We got the. Uh, oh man, he got. There we go. We got Spring Clean. Spring Clean is his his mixtape. One of his mixtapes for 2020 that really hit me. It had me like, oh my God, wait a minute. Because I've always been a fan of him. I've always thought that he was dope. I've always thought that he, he got way less recognition than he should. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, bro. He goes hard. Hold on, bro. Give me one second. Work ethic. Ridiculous. Yeah, so anyone out there listening, drop in the comment section your favorite album of the of 2020. Let me know if it's a hip-hop album, pop album, rap, R&B. Even if you have one in each genre, because I know genres, but... Oh, Lord. Um, to be real, we could still keep going, because I don't even need just uh, hip-hop. We could go to rock. Like, I've been back on my Red Hot Chili Pepper phase, heavy. And okay. it's none of their new music. It's stuff like The Bridge, hmm. Californication. Just, just hearing how they put their music together bridges back into the fact that they're hip hop heads. Because when you hear their music, it sounds like they rhyme in any way. Yeah. Dum dum. They go hard. Yeah. Dum dum. So you found you found some you blew the dust off some classics. Classics. That's really where I've been. Honestly, my 2020 has been going back. To the roots, uh, t- top album of 2020, King's Disease, Nas. Bro, because I had to sit with it. I, I like, oh, completely cool. agree. This is cool, but then I really you need that- to sit on that one. Yes, Bro. I listen to albums in three phases. I give you a quick listen. I listen for what pulls me in first, and then I sit and listen because I've always been the person where the stuff that you don't listen to ends up being what sticks with you and makes you consider the the album something that you'll live with. Like when I first heard the album, I'm like, okay, he got some ill records. This is dope. I'm on my way to work. I'm just bumping. I'm experiencing. I'm sitting, and I'm like, all right, this is kind of dope. It's kind of dope. But then one day I was traveling home and I was like, I don't feel like going straight home. I got a headache, I'm not feeling well. Let me take a walk. So I took a walk and I bumped the album. I, I, I think I went and I sat at the boardwalk and just listened. And I was like, why is he still this good 30 oh. years in? Why is he still? He managed to not only be himself, but to be now. Yeah, something as simple as spicy. Anybody else would have did that song and we we, we would have laughed it off. 
but he managed to slide in with something with ASAP Ferg and Fabio Foreman and have people like, okay, Nas, we, we get it now. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z's last album, 444, oh my God. Like I sat with it and I was like, okay, okay. It's, it's different because I know people had a problem with him talking grown up and not doing what he used to do. But this time he he gave them part of his immature self and then showed them how he got to where he is now. And it's like, bro. 13 when, albums, bro. Yeah, when you, when you get here, we can sit down and have a talk. And people oh. are like, he shouldn't even be that. No, nah, it's something that you gotta... I, I would've took that out for you, bro. I complete. I completely feel you with the Nas, man. I that I, King's disease had me sitting there like, bro. Then, twenty twenty, they showed that he had a remix to something from uh, the album right before it. I cannot remember the title of that album. The album with cops shot the kid. Oh yeah, yeah. They had the remix of Cop Shot the Kid with him and three thousand. Mm. I was like, oh my lord. It was one of those moments where it was like, nah, bro. Oh, not your album. Yeah. It was he, during he, it was during a very busy time that came out, especially yeah. how it came out. But bro, he, King's been, Disease, bro. Bro. I was, I'm still I, I still put it on and uh, just listen and just vibe out. Like he's not, he's really we better give him his his flowers now. Bro, we, I do. I, only way, man. He, I've been doing something, bro, where I, I like get a new album every month, uh-huh. and I, I'm like, okay, I gotta just let it marinate and roast, and like, I've been, I've been digging, and also I'm like, okay, because King's Disease too, I put it on the Spotify, and Spotify too, it's kind of like fast. It's this fast yeah, mentality, it, it, right? It, it, it's very ch- not to you know this this comment may get us in trouble with how everything's going, but it's a lot of stuff coming out right now is very Chinese food McDonald's, and then you get that one like you said earlier, you get that one five star meal or that yo it, it took me four hours but I made it myself. Like King's Disease is like stew in the wintertime. Oh, I agree. The album, I heard it was like, yeah, this, this this album is very. He 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 showed us why he is regarded where he is regarded. Yeah, it took it took an uh, a romant as I would say like a romantic approach. Like I was like, okay, let me buy the album. Like I, I want I want to put it in the car. I want it to feel. I don't want the the aux cord to get in the way of the sonics you know what i mean Wait, you actually bought the, the I bought, cd i bought the cd that. Bro, it. that's real that's what i do once a real. month now i buy a new album and i sit on it and i, don't, I hardly switch it so who do i need to check out because so i've been buying a bunch of i've been buying like the first album i bought of the year was things fall apart by the roots I never gave it the just time that it deserved. The booklet alone is worth the purchase. 
You don't even have to listen to the album. You said the booklet the, alone. The the linear notes that Questlove and them write about each song is worth <laughs> the purchase alone. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go out and and get get crazy because even hearing Black Dog's mixtapes oh. had me sitting there like, how do people not know? Yeah, I do remember that he he's been on songs with Big Pun, right? Like Pun, Pun requested yeah. him. Pun yeah. requested him. Lyrically, I'm supposed to represent. Oh, that's my jam right there, bro. The linear notes alone of that album, and I did not even. I I'll admit I did not even listen to that album till when I bought the album, and that album is a classic, hip hop album. And then you you realize why, and you see the effort, and you see the care that they even put into the linear notes of giving like stories behind the songs. It's so romantic. But that's what hip hop need. Like hip hop can be rap and it's fine, but it also has to remember that it's hip hop. Sorry to say, there's moments yeah. where like Busta Rhymes. It, extension level event two, a fucking amazing. I agree. I was that was my 2020 hip hop album. Like, dude, Nas shifted it out after I gave the Nas, and I'm gonna go back to the Busta and give it the same effort that I gave them. Oh no, you have to, because he does so much. We know Buster. Buster is a fucking tornado of creativity, bro. He gives you everything. Hard. He's, he's he's a gourmet chef. He did it. You wouldn't even know which album came out in what year. That's what I love too. Like he could have put out ELE one now and it would work, or he could have put ELE two out then and it would still work. Like, but I love, of course, the growth of the storyline. But bro, oh yeah, that album oh, is yeah. that album's my right there with my hip hop in terms of just being blown away and being excited. And oh yeah. Wow. And just Who else? and we taking got... me to a place, man. It it made me go back and listen and just go back and really listen to Buzz and be like damn. Yep. Then you see why certain people just rig when people like Snoop Dogg give him his flowers, like, no, he's different. He's di When people like E-40 call him a uh, contemporary, and then you realize they pretty much came out at the exact same time. Like, they have the same time frame in the game. This year, I've also been doing that. I've been going back and looking at people that I normally wouldn't look at. Like E-40, e for example, I had to go back and listen. I looked okay. at his first album. His first, I'm talking 1985, his first album. Wow. And I was like, yo, this shit is so ahead of its time. Wow. The things he was talking about and how he was talking about them sound like 2010 music. But it's 1985. Wow. Yeah. I was born right there. That Too was... short. Too short. Legendary. And when you go back and listen throughout his, his his discography, you see where a lot of people got their style from. 
Wow. It's those moments that make you really appreciate people where you didn't realize other people were just copying them. Real talk. I agree. I got to dig I got to dig a little more into too short. I, I'm aware, but I don't I'm not fully. Um I've been digging hard into Slick Rick. So. Oh no. Nah. Oh, he's that, that that's oh that's that goodness, dude. Bro. That is that dude. He just takes you there, bro. He just Effortlessly. Oh, yo, it, it's just, I, it's, it's a trip. It's I've been a trip. digging back into Rockham and Big Daddy Kane and really sitting and listening. And I'm like, it, it should, as a writer and an MC and a lyricist, it scares me how much they're still better than 90% of the writers and the lyricists. Like they're in this game almost four decades and bar lyrical level, they still or top of the top tier. Like I heard a Rockham freestyle from last year that I was like, it made me sit there and just put my hand over my mouth like, damn, I thought I was ill, but like, shit, he's amazing. (laughs) Big Daddy Kane got a flex freestyle. Mm. He went bananas. It, it, It was moments like that that helped me get in the zone to do my shit, honestly. Because I was trying to find a way to make people want to listen, but also rap still. Mm. So when people sit and listen to the project, you're going to hear that some of the beats are now. But I'm rapping. I'm still at the core of it, giving you bars while, you know, trying different things. Right. I feel like we should... I, I could do like a marathon just talking about albums and like back, the importance back. of stuff. It's crazy, man. Like this is probably I'm not even counting the clock, but it's probably my longest episode right now. <laughs> oh yeah, this this is definitely more more than this is about an hour and a half already. <laughs> but, and we didn't even fully get through the album yet, which is hilarious. Because we, we didn't talk, you know what I mean? Like we we I'm sure you still have questions for me. Bro, I feel I feel really good. I feel like it's only right that we, you know, we now play the album for people. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so maybe just give it a drop. Let people know what they're about to get into. Y'all are about to experience the venting session, and sometimes you hold all things in, and it it lowers your vibration and it sets you back. Don't vent away. So, yo, before we cut into the tracks, make sure to support my homie on um, all social medias. Where can people catch you? And um, link Instagram, Guns Cole, Guns un- underscore Cole. Uh, Facebook, Drew underscore Gun. Uh, that's it for right now. How do you spell guns? Uh, G-U-N-N-S or Z? G-U-N-N. It's D-R-U. Underscore G U N N on Facebook, okay. on Insta, yeah, on Insta Guns underscore Cole, G U N N Z underscore C O L E. As you know, this year I'm also gonna get back into the alter ego game. No doubt, yo. Make sure to go. We're gonna we're gonna rock with you. Uh, we're gonna drop that new album right now. When you're done make sure to go cop it support it <laughs> so yeah let's get right to it let's do this